Right now I'm with Abby Pecarello, who is the creative consultant for kids content. Um, and I've known Abby for a while, so I'm really excited that she wanted to be on the podcast today um, on Are You There World? It's me, Taylor. So thank you so much, Abby, for wanting to join. Thank you for having me, Taylor. I love Are You There World? It's me, Taylor. Best <laughs> name of a podcast ever. I'm so glad to hear. Um, so I know a little bit about your job at Beanstalk because I actually just had the pleasure of meeting um, Abby Pickles on Zoom. <laughs> so could you share a little about that, like what your experience has been working there and if that's like what your day to day is like? Yes. So right now I am um, a co-founder and the chief creative officer of Beanstalk. It is a live network for preschoolers. I like to call it TV 3.0. Do you hear that crazy noise? I'm so sorry. My computer is like having a bit of a meltdown right now. Oh my now. God. No worries. <laughs> okay. Um, so anyway, um, so I call it TV 3.0. TV 1.0 is like Sesame Street. It's awesome. All the actors are talking to each other. TV 2.0 is something like Blue's Clues, where Steve talks to the camera and kids at home yell back at the camera, but neither of them hear one another. Here we have Beanstalk TV 3.0. Steve is live. Steve is there. Steve asks you, do you like white chocolate? And you can say, yes, I do. And Steve can say, what other kinds of chocolate? Or what's your... If, if there were... We had a chocolate tree, what would you want to grow on it? You know? So... It is this amazing experience where kids are seen and heard and valued, and they really, really, truly drive the story. They drive the narrative. They drive the direction of the show. They are at the center of it, you know, really just empowering them, giving them a voice. And that's why I love Beanstalk. That's what I do, what I, I do, because I love to see kids, like, actively engaged and just being their best selves and feeling really heard. You know, I, I think a lot of, I think a lot of people, grownups, <laughs> um, you know, ha aren't heard. People don't really hear them. They're like, oh, great. Or there's just a lot of vapid talk or whatever. So, you know, my philosophy is if you get to a kid and you show them how important it is um, to express their opinions and how wonderful it is to have their opinions and feelings validated, you know, maybe you could change the course of their life. So, that's what we do at Beanstalk. We have these live shows every day. We we used to just be for preschoolers, but recently we've been getting, you know, for three, four, five, maybe six-year-olds. Recently, we've been getting a lot of six, seven, eight, and nine-year-olds that come. So we've had to kind of rethink our programming a bit, but you know what? Nobody's ever too old to be heard and validated and to be called on and appreciated. So it's been doing good. And we have six hours of live programming a day. No. Six, not six hours. Wait, hold on. I've got to do math here. Nobody told me this. There'd be math. Um, 10, 11, 12, 1. We have four hours of live programming a day, Love which it. is eight shows. Um, each show is a half an hour long. Mm -hmm. No, I love it. It's such a great idea. Um, and I love the mission. Did this like come about during the COVID lockdown or? Yes. So um, the founder of Beanstalk is this woman, Amy, who had Amy Mulk. She's lovely. She had a preschooler during the pandemic and she had had this idea um, 
incubating in her mind, like, oh, I love this idea. I want to do a, like a live network, you know, um, TV uh, content, kids content has been evolving and changing with YouTube and all the streaming networks and apps. And there's like, this is kind of like a fusion of everything. And she was like, kind of throwing this idea around in her mind and then the pandemic happened. So she was like, ah, I got a strike. So she launched on Zoom, which we are still on. We are working to get off of Zoom. We actually are about to go on this amazing new platform called Oye. I recommend everybody to check it out. It's like a really great community platform that allows you to be super creative and create these immersive, wonderful, fabulous environments. It's so awesome. Um, but she just kind of was like, ah, I gotta do this. So she got a Zoom account and she kind of like hired a bunch of actors and was like, go do be. And there was a science show and there was a movement show and there was a unicorn show and it was awesome. Um, and everybody was logging on. They, you know, they had hundreds of kids a day because everybody was stuck inside. Um, after that, kids started to go back to school. And at first, you know, it, it was more classes, um, not shows. I mm -hmm. come from the world of uh, kids content and creating TV shows. So I wanted to brand the shows a little more, give the people costumes. Formerly, they just wore just their everyday clothing. They just had their names, whether they were named just say like Ms. Abby or Teacher Abby. Now everybody has like, I think you might have seen the Go Bananas with Hannah Banana. Yeah. She, I gave her that costume. Her name is not Hannah Banana. Her real name is Joy. So I've, I've really tried to brand things and create kind of um, IP, you know, um, mm -hmm. out of what these experiences are. Um, so after the pandemic, kids went back to school. She regrouped and thought. And then I was hired in February to kind of resurrect the content, reinvent it, reimagine it figure out how we can make it more immersive, how we could get off Zoom, how we could just add some creative pizzazzle into it. And that's what I've been doing, creating new shows, hiring new actors, ensuring that we have a diverse cast of characters, that we have really fun, engaging hosts that you could dress up as for Halloween. <laughs> I, I love it. Did you always know that you wanted to go into kids content? Yes. I have always, you know, I worked at Nickelodeon for 12 years. I am a founder of Go Noodle, which is used in four out of five elementary schools. It's movement and mindfulness videos. I've worked for Disney. I've worked for Scholastic. I have always, I, I, I do some consulting work right now as a creative consultant, as you said I was, for Cartoonito and HBO Max. Um, I have only, always and exclusively done kids content. I, I love kids. I think they're the most awesome human beings alive. I knew you as a child. <laughs> I would like go into your basement and play American Girl dolls and um, Polly Pockets and all sorts of fun things with you uh, and your brother, Kyle. I just, <laughs> I, I love, 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 love kids. Yeah, and so you mentioned you worked at Nickelodeon for 12 years. Um, that was your first job, right? Yes, yes. So how did you then go from Nickelodeon to where you are now? So I've had like a really amazing, um, you know, opportunity. So I was at Nickelodeon and I was hired to, um, I feel like you probably were on some of my things at Nickelodeon at one time. I, I've always <laughs> tapped, I always tap into my friends. I'm like, I need a video of your kid. I need an idea for this. Uh, 
Um, so I, I worked on a show called You to You on the Road, and I went around the country to different schools, and I filmed kids um, in this, it was like, this is like in 1995. Um, it was a video speakers booth. Like there was no iPhones, you know. Um, and I would bring this like gigantic, um, what looked like, um, you know, one of those old photo booths, okay. but it had a video camera in it. And I would record kids like telling me their dreams or their wishes or their embarrassing stories or whatever. And I would use them almost like this is even before YouTube. So I would use them as these like little fun interstitials on the shows. They were kind of like, confessional kind of real world, you know, the real world or any reality show that has those like stand up testimonials yeah. of people. They were like that, like the inside inner workings of kids. And I loved it. And I did that. That was in, that was a long form show. So like a, you know, 22 minute show. And then after that show ended, I went to work for their brand creative department and I made a lot of um, promos. I worked, uh, I did the the kind of advertising campaigns for the Kids' Choice Awards or when Keenan and Kel was a new show. I did like the big promotional campaign for that. And then I started working on a show called uh, Nick in the Afternoon starring a little popsicle stick named Stick Stickly. And that's where I met my husband, who was uh, who, which is amazing and awesome. And he's in kids content as well. Um, and then they launched a new network called Noggin which was a joint venture between Nickelodeon and Sesame Workshop. And I was the editorial director there and Noggin was like on air and online. This is when online was really big in 1999. And so I got this like really great, you know, we called it convergent um, experience where I was very versed in the web and um, games for kids and interactivity for kids as well as TV production, long form and short form. So I worked at Noggin for a while. I ended up becoming the, um, gosh, a, uh, the executive something or other of current series. I don't even remember what mm -hmm. my job was. Um, and I produced long form shows for them. I had a baby. I wrote a book. I came back and then I ran their parents and preschool website. So Nick Jr. was their preschool brand and they had a parenting brand. Um, called Parents Connect. And it's because I had that experience of working online when I was at Noggin that I was able to like then kind of parlay myself into the metaverse. Um, so I did that and then I left there and then I, I founded Go Noodle and then I left there. I, I mean, this is like, you know, I'm giving you not 12 year chunks. I worked at Go Noodle for nine years. <laughs> um, I did some freelancing and now I'm here at Beanstalk, but it's always kids. And, you know, the biggest thing for me is like, just say yes, you know, mm -hmm. just like, you know, I, I didn't know anything about online. I got my online education, like working at Noggin. That allowed me to, you know, I consulted for apps and really fun interactive experiences live or both online. Like, you know, I, I, I just, I never let anything stop me. I'm like, I don't know it, but I can learn it. I will know it. I'll get it. I'll, you know, if, if it, if the intention is good of what it wants to do, I'm a big fan of it. So. Yeah, no, I love it. Just saying yes um, is definitely some really good advice. Was there ever, like, obviously, I'm sure that working with kids, like, you have plenty of funny stories. Do you have, like, a funny story from one of your jobs or even from when you were looking for a job? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, funny stories. Um, well, we have the, like, when I worked at Noggin, 
I worked at Noggin with my now husband mm-hmm. um, and we, we did the Noggin's tagline was what sparks you. And we did these, um, and we did these little confessionals with kids and we asked them what sparked you. And there was just like so many funny kids that like literally to this day, this is like over 20 years ago, my husband and I are like basketball is just there for me. It's just basketball. It's there for me. Like, <laughs> this boy like loved basketball and he just kept saying it's there for me. And he had like this funny voice. And then it was like 1999. So this other little boy, he was like rubbing his neck the whole time. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if he was like itchy or nervous or whatever. And he's like, yeah, like when I grow up, in uh in 19 1000 i like you know like there was just like we've just run into so many quirky ridiculous hysterical kids along the way kids Um, are so funny yeah kids are like the funniest people on the planet like they say things they do things they're ridiculous um i did i had some like super cool like at nickelodeon i worked with a lot of talent so i got to meet shaquille o'neal and uh and i was like doing stuff and i was like okay i want you to rap this and he's like I'm not a rapper. I'm like, you could be a rapper. And he's like, you could be a rapper. I'm like, I could be. And he's like, sit on my lap and rap with me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so like, I got to sit on Shaquille O'Neal's rap and he's like, I'll do it if you do it. I'm like, fine, let's fine. do this, Shaq. Um, yeah, I did get to meet like, like a lot of super cool celebrities like Christina Aguilera before she um, was famous or like um, Backstreet Boys or 98 Degrees, like, at Nickelodeon, when I worked on that show with the popsicle stick, um, there was a lot of agents and they'd be trying to promote their lesser known clients who were like, just, you know, they were trying to get on the map. So I had like amazing experiences with all these like nobodies at the time that like exploded and became these like amazing, you know, like uh, celebrated humans, which was super, super cool. And I was like, so cool. Yeah. And then finally, I heard that you have often get recognized as the hot dog from Go Noodle um, or the pickle from Beanstalk. Like kids literally get starstruck when they're around you. What is it like literally being a celebrity? It's the most hysterical thing. Yeah, I do. I have, I was at Fairway, the grocery store and somebody's like, all right, this is a really weird question, but are you the hot dog from Go Noodle? Um, it is, it is awesome. It is amazing. I mean, like I said, I love kids. I mm-hmm. think they are just the most spectacular human beings. They have so much to offer. They're so pure and real. Their intentions are so good and beautiful that like, uh, like I love that they're starstruck and that I could like, you know, like, you know, how you think like, I know you love Taylor Swift. Right. And, and yes. look, I hope for you that you meet Taylor Swift and I hope for you that have you met her or no? No. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so I one hope day. when you met, okay, one day. But I hope when you meet her mm-hmm. that she is everything you want her to be. However, you, you know they always say never meet your idols, like right. you know, because you have this idea in your mind of like who you want them to be. So since I get recognized very rarely, few and <laughs> far between, I try to make that experience for that person the most amazing, ultimate, ideal experience where like I give to them and love them and celebrate them. Aww. Like I was, I was at your Hamptons house and mm-hmm. your dad's friends, kids knew who I was. And I was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, give me a high five. Let's do this. Let's bump, you know, like, let's just. Oh, I love it. I love it. Like, I just, I'm like, I want to make you feel 
you know, the best that you could ever feel. So, because I mean, I'm telling you, like, you know, I get recognized once a month. Um, not more like, than me. Yeah, more than you. <laughs> but that's because the Are You There God? It's me, Taylor, um, <laughs> hasn't, you know, entered the zeitgeist, but it will. Yeah, one day. One day. Um, so, yeah, I try to like really be the person they want me to be. Like, I'm like, you know, I want to rewrite that script of like, no, you might not want to meet your idols, but you do want to meet the hot dog. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And thank you so much, hot dog, for being on the podcast. <laughs> um, I definitely learned a lot. Like you're so wonderful and your job is so wonderful. Um, and thank you so much for pausing your time as um, Abby Pickles to be <laughs> Abby Pecarello on the podcast. <laughs>